Hello. In the aftermath of Hurricane Harvey, um, there will not be a regular Odd Dead Out podcast this week. Instead, I'm giving you this week's Mom and Dad Cuss, where we discuss the impact the hurricane has had, because we actually grew up out there. Um, born, uh, My wife was born and raised in South Texas in the Corpus Christi, Rockport uh, area. We have family in the area. We have family and friends still battling flooding in Houston right now. And so we really felt it was kind of a important thing for us to discuss and our past experiences and the things going on there right now. So uh, we are planning some, trying to put together some sort of fundraiser ourselves. But if you check out the links in the show notes here and at momanddadcuss.blogspot.com, I put together a pretty you know, helpful list of different charities and places you can donate to help out uh, the relief efforts and the victims of Hurricane Harvey. And with all that out of the way, thank you very much for listening, and I will be back next week. Hello! Hi there! I'm Adam. I'm Rihanna. And this is the Mom and Dad Cuss a Little Podcast. Insert applause here. Yay. Yay. You'd think that we're the ones doing it, we could be more excitable about that. I mean, maybe. We're just not very excitable people, unless we're kind of making fun of each other. Then it's exciting. That's exciting. This is the show where we make fun of each other. Mostly. JK. This is our... Our take on a marriage and parenting show. We have four boys, all under the age of nine. Um, it, it's a madhouse. Yep. And so this is not one of those parenting shows where we're going to teach you all about the joys of teaching your child through love. Yeah, this is not a Pinterest parenting podcast. No. Yeah, okay, yeah totally just came up with that on my ass. Okay, so... So join us as we give our best tips and tricks of the trade. Oh god, if this is our best, you're all screwed. <laughs> you might want to find one of those Pinterest parenting shows, because... Yeah. No, guys. We just make this shit up as we go. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know if we're going to be that parenting this week. No, this week it's not a lot about parenting or marriage. This week... It's just about home. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of it. Because I'm sure if you're, well, I, I'm not, I was going to say if you're in the United States, you're aware, but I'm pretty sure the no, news I've is actually, worldwide. No, I've actually seen um, people posting. I have friends of friends who are international. Yeah. So they're in um, the UK right now, and they've seen it. Yeah. If, if you don't know, we are talking about uh, Hurricane Harvey. Yeah. I, I, I'm just gonna, Harvey's kind of a schmuck name for a hurricane. I mean, typical guy, wanders around, gets lost, doesn't do what it's supposed to do. A hurricane, what's he supposed to do? 
what the fuck everybody thought it was going to do. It hasn't done damn thing that anybody thought it was going to do. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's what you forecasted? Well, fuck you. I'm going to do this. Yeah. I'm going to sit. I'm going to hit. You want me to hit it at level one and just put on a nice show? Fuck you. I'm going to sit here until I'm a four. Then I'm going to fuck all of y'all up. So, basically, what had happened was there's a hurricane that was out in the Gulf of Mexico right off the coastal bend of Texas. And that is where I'm from. Yep. Um, Corpus Christi and surrounding areas. That's where I was raised. It's where I grew up. I have spent all of my life there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, the that whole maybe 40, 50 mile radius around Corpus Christi is all that I ever knew. Yeah. Until um, we moved out here, that was basically your whole world was in that little area. That was my entire world. That was my whole life. Um, it got hit by Hurricane Harvey. And originally, this hurricane was not expected to be anything. And you and I were even talking about it. That we were, they were yeah, I issuing. Think we were talking about it, like Monday. Yeah. And I mean, they were issuing mandatory evacuations. Well, no, I think they started with voluntary. Yeah. And then they went to mandatory. But originally, this hurricane was supposed to kind of sit in the Gulf of Mexico and hit land as maybe a three. It was going to hit land as a two for sure, but maybe a three, like a week three. It wasn't really going to be that big of a deal. Yeah. You know, go get your hurricane supplies, but don't freak out. It's like if you live on the water, you might want to board up your water facing windows you don't even need like don't expect a lot yeah and we've ridden out like level one two sometimes level three storms low level three yeah yeah we've ridden those out and you're like oh yeah you still look outside and watch the storm hit and enjoy it yeah if you're you know like depending on where you are um but then it just started sitting yeah and growing not moving and it was just getting bigger and bigger and bigger to where they predicted that it was going to hit land as a three for sure. And at that point is when they issued the mandatory evacuations. And even then you and I were like, oh, it's a three. It's not even that big of a deal. Like if it was a major three, then okay. But yeah, it's, it's like just it's barely a three. three. Let's- You're fine. Yeah. Well, this fucking hurricane, y'all, it hit land. As a four. It's like a full-blown four. No, it hit land as a full-blown three, a week four. Ah, but okay. still, it was a four. Yeah. And South Texas and the Coastal Bend area has never, in my memory, which is at least 25-ish years, Ish. seen destruction like that. Yeah. That's really. I it mean, would that's, have to go. You'd have to go back decades before you found something that destroyed the coastal bend, like like Hurricane Harvey did. Yeah, and it's not even gone yet. Yeah, it's at the time still, of recording, we're it's still sitting. There it's still trouble. sitting in Houston, devastating Houston. Yeah. They are under several several feet of water. I People heard are today having that to be rescued. Water was in roof lines now. Yeah, people are having to be rescued by boat, by helicopter, by kayak, by any flotation device that you have. Please come help us. Yeah. You know, it... it. They're telling people, don't hide in your attic, get on your roof. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's insane. But 
we'll backtrack and we'll start at the beginning. So Hurricane Harvey hits the hits in Rockport really is where the eye touched land yeah. was just off the islands, the, uh, the barrier islands in Rockport. And I don't know if many of you know the anatomy of a hurricane, but you have the outer bands that hit and they were full of rain and sometimes heavy rains, sometimes tornadoes, not likely, yeah. but sometimes. It's mostly just like, it's a really ugly thunderstorm on the outside. Yeah. Then you get closer to the eye and you get the eye wall, which is the little, just little radius around the, the actual center of the hurricane. Yeah. Or the that eye, eye wall yeah. is disaster. It's like being in a tornado. Yeah, it's basically like a really big tornado. The love, the like speed of the wind and the destruction that the yes. eye wall itself is causing. It was at, I want to say they said like 135 um, was the max wind speed recorded in some places. Yeah, 135 miles an hour wind. Yeah. Plus the fact that it's been pouring down rain the whole time until you got to that point where the wind is so high at the eye. and I mean, it was just, it was unbelievable seeing the pictures that were coming out of this storm. Rockport was damn near completely leveled. Port Aransas is completely leveled. Yeah. You know, Aransas Pass, Woodsboro, Refurio, all those places right along Business 35 are just wiped out they are completely demolished there's some places that i've heard rumors they aren't even thinking of starting going back to school until maybe october or november yeah because of just how much destruction there is people still haven't been able to get back into their homes yeah there's several counties that still don't have power yeah and i mean the storm was over late friday night it had, like it moved major, north. Yeah, the storm itself, yeah. It moved north. They still haven't been able to go home. Yeah. And, I mean, it's just, it's mind-boggling. It really is. And my family is from the Coastal Bend. They are okay. They are very, very lucky. Um, yeah. Because my dad's house is 30 minutes away from Rockport. Mm-hmm. Had the storm not turned and moved north... Had it stayed on the exact same path that it was on, or even curved slightly to the south, your dad's house would have been gone. It would have been. Yeah. I'm a hundred percent sure that it would have and that's been. That's a relatively old house, and it's a tall house it's in the old, middle of a field. It's tall. It's in the middle of a field. There's nothing blocking the wind. Yeah. I was so worried. All night. I couldn't sleep. I stayed up. There was a news station locally there in Corpus that was doing live feeds all day. Yeah. I watched the live feed at my Channel desk 3, at work. Wasn't it? Yeah, I watched the live feed at my desk at work all day. I watched it as soon as I got home all day, and I had the Weather Channel on. Yeah. I had, like, every source that I possibly could, just making sure that my friends, my family, everybody was okay. One of my friends and his family, I... I just... I, I hate being here and not being there. Only because I feel so useless right now. Like, I can't help my family. I can't help my friends. Yeah. My friend lives um, on South Padre Island. They evacuated when, you know, Harvey was going to hit Corpus Christi. They evacuated and they went to Houston. Yeah. 
which is much farther north, and thought they would be okay by because the, by the time Harvey it gets was, there, it'll have rained out and it'll be all no, right. No, Harvey was just supposed to like go inland, yeah. barely make a U turn, and go back out to the Gulf. Yeah. No, Harvey decided to hit and take a sharp left or sharp right, I guess, and go straight up to Houston. Yeah. And now Houston is under thousands of feet of water. Yeah. Like, Houston looks. He's stuck. They're he, stuck where I they mean, are. Really? Houston looks like the Katrina pictures. It really does. And they're comparing the damage right now to Katrina, and it's not done. It's not done. It's still sitting it's there still raining. It's still sitting there raining. That's the craziest. Like, I mean, Katrina was like a good two days of storm and yeah. flooding, but the flooding was because the, the levees levee broke. broke. Had the levees not broken, Katrina damage wouldn't have been what it was. Well, I don't know what how Houston is built, but Houston at this point is bold. It's a bowl. It is a big flooded bowl. And, and what made it even worse was last night or early this morning, um, to relieve the pressure on it, they had to open the dam. Yeah. Which caused even more flooding. Yeah. So it's just, it's so bad, you guys. Like, I just, my heart has been so broken over all of this because, you know, seeing places that I used to go to yeah. in Port A, you know, there's a- Seeing before and, I mean, the thing, when you've been showing me some of the before and after pictures, yeah. like, oh, here's this pier. Here's this pier today. And it's like, all you see is there's the piling. There's, there's no pier. Pilings. It's just the pilings. So like, shit. Or I'm like seeing. my favorite restaurant that's on that's in Port A. You, know, you see it and it's like this happy- place with bright colors and a big blue building and palm trees everywhere very islandy restaurant yeah there's it's a shell yeah it it's just i i can't and there's boats everywhere yeah there's boats that <laughs> there's we got washed catfish got, in the road yeah where okay where was the video of the guy with the catfish in his living room houston okay there's like Maybe a good <coughs> six inches of water in this guy's living room, or the first floor of his house, yeah, and a catfish hole. got in. <laughs> yeah. So you see him like diving around his living room trying to catch this catfish. We uh, gotta, I gotta find that video. I gotta put that video in the show notes because <laughs> it's just send great. It to you, it's so funny. I mean, it's like you know a little piece of humor in yeah. what is an awful awful time and it sucks yeah. that there's water in their house but they're laughing they're joking around they're trying to catch yeah. this fish you know they're making the best of an awful yeah. awful All situation. things considered chances are by the time the water finally recedes there will be sharks on in their living room <laughs> somebody did post um i saw a couple photoshopped <laughs> pictures of a shark swimming down the highway and um an orca <laughs> coming up another highway <laughs> now orcas are maybe not but i would would totally believe there'd be dolphins somewhere porpoises at least yeah, there's porpoises and stuff like that in the gulf and i would not be surprised if they got over and into like on land you somewhere. think you're upset because you were displaced from your home how do you think that fish feels <laughs> It just got a new three-bedroom house. <laughs> like, I was living in a cave yesterday. Today, I got a three-bedroom, two-bath. <laughs> What's a bath? <laughs> oh, man. It's it's bad. Yeah. It's really bad. Um, in absolutely not lighter news, um, 
my grandma passed away last week. Yeah. And we actually had to postpone her memorial service and um, all of the services that we were going to do because we were going to do them last weekend. So when, you know, my aunt actually sat down and thought about it, she was like, oh, well, we have a hurricane coming in. Maybe we shouldn't do that. Um, They postponed it to Labor Day weekend, which is supposed to be this coming weekend. Yeah, it's not happening because we were supposed to go out to a pier in Port Aransas. Which is gone. Which is gone. (laughs) So it's postponed indefinitely at this point because we don't know when When, anything will be back. Major rebuilding. They're saying multiple weeks before water and power is restored to some places. I think I saw, I think it was a Facebook post um, saying that, I think, was it AEP is the power out in in Corpus? I think they said. They're hoping by Wednesday morning to have power back to 95% of Corpus. and That's Corpus. Yeah, and that's Corpus. And that's a major city that probably, as far as major locations that got damaged go, got it the easiest. Yeah, Corpus. There, and there's some ugly shots from Corpus of, of downed light poles and things yeah, like that. Yeah, I mean, but, Corpus had downed light poles. They had some Transformers blow. They had yeah. trees that fell over. Yeah. They had some damage. They got wind damage primarily. They got wind damage. But they didn't get the heavy flooding damage that a lot of the oh, other okay. cities got and mm-hmm. a lot of the smaller communities like Rockport and those super coastal. I mean, a lot of those areas like Rockport and Port A are trailers and homes on stilts mm-hmm. that their houses and are built old, for and they're old old homes they've been around a long unless time unless you're in key allegro and even the ones in key allegro got hurt yeah you know and, and those so are like much. million dollar homes even those got damaged yeah and not irreparable but but even when you look at an area that had minimal damage are still saying wednesday before they're going to have power to 95% of their service area. Yeah. There are still people that can't go home that don't. I mean, right next door, you go right next door to Portland and there's, they still don't have clean drinking water. Nope. They don't. They, they've barely cleared. Because basically what happened there in Portland, I think it was in Portland. It could be one of the other yeah, surrounding, surrounding towns, areas, yeah. but they had a water main break, which drained their water tower. And because the electricity's out, they have nothing to run the pumps to refill the water tower. So they have no water. And with no power, there's also no no power power for the water purification stations either. Exactly. So anybody that does have water right now is under a water boil notice. Yeah. Most of everybody. But, I mean, there's places like Aransas Pass and Rockport that are saying three to four weeks. Before they get water, before they get electricity. Yeah. Before any semblance of normal life is reestablished. Yeah. Right now, I know Port Aransas started letting people in to see their homes. Yeah. But they're being asked, you can come in. You can come see what has happened. If you live here, you have to show ID and prove that you live here to be able to get into Port A. But we want you to leave by 8 p.m. You yeah. are not staying here. Yeah. You have to find somewhere else to stay. It is not safe. You to can be come here. in. You can get your stuff. You can see what happened. You can see. Try you and can collect assess what the damage. You can, if you can, safely. Yeah. You can assess damage if you would like. 
but you have to leave by 8 p.m. We are kicking everybody off the island. Yeah. And I just, my mind is blown. I have no words for this. Yeah. You know, I've had people at work all day asking me, you know, is your family okay? Is everything okay? Like, thankfully, my family is fine. The house did take a beating, but it's nothing that can't be fixed. Yeah. You know, it, yes, some water, some some water got in the back, some paint got ripped off, the siding got kind of messed up, and the ramp got too wet and broke. Yeah. (laughs) You know, it's, it's little things. Yeah. Shingles came off the roof. That's all fixable. Mm -hmm. It's not major structural damage. It's not a pile of plywood, you know? So, yes, my family is fine. Most of my friends are fine. Some of my friends are not. Yeah. And your friends who evacuated to Houston are absolutely kind of. They're fucked. Yeah, they're really fucked right now. I mean. they And they, they have almost no way to get out because they don't. of where they're at. They've tried and they can't. <laughs> yeah. And I just, I, I can't stop worrying about it. I can't stop wanting to just rush to their rescue but there's nothing i can do even if i was there i know that there's there's not much i can do so it's just it's been a very 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 stressful situation and i can't i can't even imagine what everybody there is going through but i will say i've been you know refreshing facebook yeah every 2 seconds I have never seen the amount of support and love and community and togetherness in Texas as I have seen this past weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody is coming together. Everybody is, you know, people in Corpus, people in Sinton, the, you know, the areas that didn't get hit as bad are really, really taking this in their stride and saying, you know what, guys, we didn't get hit as bad. Let's go help those who did. And I have so many of my high school friends um, that are taking donations and going to Woodsboro and going to Refurio and taking them to Rockport, you know, just everyday things, toilet paper, laundry soap, paper towels, you know, diapers, formula, wipes. Yeah. They're just collecting whatever people want to bring and they personally are loading up a truck and driving it over there. Yeah. Today, um one of the school administrators and a good friend of mine um from high school, they stopped and made food for all the linemen, meaning the power people. Yeah. And first responders who hadn't eaten all weekend who hadn't slept all weekend they made this huge thing and we're like if you got if they reached out on facebook and they're like if anybody wants to bring snacks bring food bring casseroles bring whatever you want we're feeding them yeah and you know know if you know somebody saw that we're doing kind of similar stuff they're like we're not open for business, but we are here providing food yeah. to the you know to people who need it. Yeah, there were there were even like you said restaurants that were saying you know if you need a hot meal tonight, come over. We're open. We're not charging you. If you want to yeah. donate something, great. Yeah. But I mean, people are just really pulling together to not only help each other out, but to help out the workers who are yeah. trying to restore 
the life. convoys of people. And that's been amazing to see. That's been Immediately insane. seeing like the videos on Facebook and stuff. Of, of the, the National Guard. The National Guard. The H-E-B convoy showing up. <laughs> I love that. The, <laughs> There's a meme going around that says, I'll see your FEMA and Red Cross assistance and I'll raise you my local grocer. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> I remember like you showing me that first day, the convoys of all of the police and fire and the National Guard and our, like the, the Army Corps of Engineers guys yeah. all showing up for, for damage control and rescue and rescue and all that stuff. In those first days. Yeah. And then today seeing, you know, HEB, if I thought we've talked about HEB before, but they basically like run the entire grocery game for like 75% of Texas. Pretty much. I'd I'd even venture to call it like 90. Yeah. I don't know how far north they've expanded since we've lived out here. We, but for the most part, I know that they're in Houston. Yeah. I think they're pretty far north. Yeah. I think at this point they're like everything from Houston south for sure. Is but Houston also has Kroger, Kroger yeah, and Albertsons. Ooh, fancy. Ooh. Yeah. But um, out here, we're like, eh, Albertsons. Out there, they're like, ooh, Albertsons. Look, yeah, there's a different store. Yeah, I know. T- what do what, they you, sell? You have two grocery stores. Holy shit! Oh god, when we moved out here, that was such a like a culture shock thing for me. <laughs> I was, was like, so funny. where do you? There's more than how do you? How do you know what? Which, there's more than one. Where grocery do you go? Store? I know. And my sister, your sister was like, well, usually I just go to this one, but you can look at the ads and compare and go to whichever you want. I'm like, ads? there's different prices. What? What is this? Yeah. I was, it was, yeah, it was, I couldn't handle it for a while. It was funny for a while. You always say, oh, we just need to run up to HEB. You're like, that's going to be a bit of a drive. It's going to be a while. Like, you know what I mean? Just go to the store and buy shit. Like, um, fries, Safeway, Albertsons, bashes. Uh, Sprouts, Bashes, Fresh and Easy, whole, whole, whole paycheck. Okay, sidebar. Did you hear about I the did. bit with that like Amazon going to be half paycheck, half your paycheck. Like out the Amazon because Amazon Amazon just Amazon. bought Amazon. Amazon <laughs> bought them up. And I guess today is like their first day of officially yeah. running shit, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we're cutting your fucking prices." Y'all are a bunch of psychos. <laughs> but H-E-B runs the gambit of grocery stores <laughs> down there. Yeah. they, mon- they but, let's, sorry, let's be honest. They monopolized the entire grocery market for so much of Texas. Pretty much. But they they own that shit. They, they really make it do. worth. They don't screw at people. It was like, oh, we control everything. They control everything. And they have such a huge footprint that they. When it you comes will not to, get screwed you're over. You're not getting to, screwed over going, going to there. H-E-B. There, you will not be. It's like. We own so much of the grocery market. We have such bulk pricing power. We can force our suppliers to give us better prices because they don't have a choice. Exactly. It's like, oh, you can sell it to us at the price we insist or it doesn't get sold. Yeah, pretty much. That's it. And so they've got great prices. They actually take advantage of their power in owning the entire grocery market. They really do. And... And what's amazing is they have a disaster preparedness team. Yeah. With huge, huge presence. Yeah. They they show up, they roll in 18 trucks strong. And when I say trucks, I don't just mean trucks of water or trucks of 18 wheelers, full size trailers of full grocery trucks. Well, yeah, that. But I don't mean just, you know, a truck of water or a truck of some produce no they show up with 
at least the convoy that I saw was at least 10 trucks long. Yeah. 10 semi trucks long with at least three, maybe four of those being their mobile kitchens. Yeah. So not only will they show up with all their food, all the disaster preparedness stuff that you can need, household toiletries, personal items, probably a good chunk of baby items, first aid. They bring all of that and they bring their mobile kitchens so that they can feed everybody in the entire town that they have just rolled into. Yeah. They're amazing. <laughs> and what do you bet that shit's not costing those people? Oh, no. They do it for free. Yeah, exactly. It's part of their disaster preparedness. Exactly. No, they do it for free. They've they they roll in when Red Cross and, and FEMA they are roll going in. in. Yeah, and they're rolling in doing... They're picking up the pace and picking up the pieces where the National Guard and FEMA can't. Yeah. Like, this is a private... And when I say private, I mean private. This is a family-owned company. Yep. Like HEB is a family-owned company, mm-hmm. and they roll in. They take to care places. of family. They, yeah, and you know what? I will say, in in Texas, and I don't, I can't speak for any other state because I've only been here for seven years, and I don't know anybody here. But in Texas, when we say family, we don't just mean your blood. Yeah, everybody is family from. The most annoying neighbor that lives down the road that has way too many dogs and always asks you to cut her grass and calls you way too late and talks about way too much. Yeah. To, you know, your high school principal. Yeah. That you hated in high school, but she's family now. You know, everybody has an adopted family in Texas. Everybody is so close in all of those towns and all Even of those the people little communities. that you hate yeah. when it comes down to it when when it when it it's the nitty gritty and every and you're not gonna throw your high school bully out on the curb when their house flooded exactly you're gonna say hey man i got a couch i got a i got yeah. you know some spare pillows because somebody else is already on the couch <laughs> yeah you know I mean, people have been doing exactly that. I know a few people that have just opened up their doors and have yeah. said, if you need it, come on over. There are a few apartment complexes that I know of that said, you know, we have mm-hmm. open apartments. If you need a place to stay for a few days until your power gets turned back on, let us know. We'll let you into these apartments. Yeah. You know, don't take advantage, but. Yeah. It's a roof. It's a roof. It's yeah. somewhere to stay. Yeah. We have electricity and running water, and it's a roof over your head. We you know. Basic human necessities at this yeah. point, because so many people right now are without them. Yeah. And they can't go home. They have nowhere to yeah. go. And there's going to be a lot of them that can't go home for a long time right mm-hmm. now. And I mean, what are you supposed to do? Stay in hotels? Like Even the places yeah. that are running evacuee specials are still 119 a night. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if if that were us, a family of six... We can't afford that. We can't afford that. Plus food, plus, you know, probably, drinking water. I mean, probably having having to go and buy, you know, it's, you probably have to get clothes. Have probably have to, you know, in our case, you know, diapers yeah. and pull-ups and, and things like that. Like, you're not going to, when you're evacuating, you're not going to have all of those things. Exactly. You're going to have a minimal amount of you're stuff. You're going to have at you. least, uh, you know, an overnight bag at minimum, maybe a a weekend bag. Yeah. But you're lucky if you got out with two changes of clothes. Exactly. 
And, you know, nobody's going to think to grab everything. Nobody thought to because it wasn't supposed to be that bad. And really, I mean, we've, we've served, like I said, we've ridden out a number of hurricanes over the years. Yeah. We've both, you know, got stories of sleeping through hurricanes. (laughs) Hurricane Brett looking at you. Yep. And so, especially in, like, in Corpus Christi, you're used to getting the hurricane warnings and they tell you, oh, yeah, there's evacuations. And then eh, nothing Nothing happens. happens. Nothing really happens. And especially, like, post-Katrina, because after Katrina, they really stretched out and said, I mean, I think before Katrina, it'd be like the day before the storm was supposed to hit, they would say mandatory evacuations. And then after Katrina, it was like, okay, if there is any chance this could be coming our way, mandatory evacuations like four or five days out. We want to make yeah. sure everybody gets out safely. Yeah. So I think everybody, everybody got, kind of was... They got burned out on it. It was like, we well, keep leaving. burned out and, and just kind of jaded because, okay. you know, like we've said, there have been so many hurricanes that have come through and it's just like, oh, this is, you know, It's like, it's going to look right at us and then it's going to sh- make a sharp turn north and if you know anything about hurricane weather patterns, the north side is the wet side, the south side is the dry side. So Corpus Christi sits pretty much if it makes a, a, a right turn heads north, which they usually do. Yeah. Then Corpus ends up on a pretty, it gets some rain, it gets a little bit windy, but it doesn't get much of anything yeah. compared to other areas. And so they're like, they just say like this pattern where it was like the end of the week. Say you had a mandatory evacuation, and they were like, oh, it's coming in. We're going to issue a mandatory evacuation Monday. Yeah, and which the, is what they did. And the hurricanes do to hit, like, Thursday or Friday. Well, every other time they do that, everybody leaves, and then Wednesday, it makes a sharp turn. you got going to be anywhere near Corpus. I have saw one where it didn't even get rain. Mm-hmm. That it turned so sharp, they were like, "Oh yeah, it's not going to hit anywhere near us." Yeah. But half the city was evacuated. Yeah, and then everybody had to come back, and That's then you like, got bosses calling you saying, "Hey, they're or you know, you're supposed to be at work." Like, dude, I evacuated. Well, it's like <laughs> Rockport. Rockport was damn near leveled. Yeah, only sixty three percent of its residents evacuated. Yeah. Rockport is a retirement community for all intents and purposes. Yeah. It is all old people (laughs) that moved out there to be on the beach all day. Yeah. They retired to the beach. I got a bungalow out on the beach. Pretty much. Yeah. 63%. That means that 47%. Ooh, I did math. You did math wrong. It's 37%. I got the seven right. I got the seven right. 37%. (sighs) One day, y'all. One day. One day only. Shut up. 37% of people were still there. Yeah. It's just... It's heartbreaking thinking about all the people that were there and wrote it out. And I... I know the I numbers. I can imagine how scared I would be. Yeah. And, you know, thinking this is it as yeah. the house is coming down around you. Yeah. And, I mean, we know people that were out there and got, that have been displaced. Mm-hmm. And 
it's because I mean we've ridden out storms before, but it's always been you know near misses and you know being in the city and not really being uh, a problem. Yeah. You know. Now, I remember you know like high like, ground advantage. Yeah, and you know when I said we evacuated. I was totally lying. I've never in my life evacuated because. I don't think I have either. The last big storm that I remember that was actually like, (coughs) we boarded up and, you know, we actually did some hurricane prep was Brett. (laughs) I'm sorry. I drank my coffee. I need another beverage. You're fine. But the last one that I remember being anywhere near threatening was Brett. And I slept through Brett. Yeah. You know, there it was a rainstorm. There was some damage. Yeah. And you know, my dad played a prank on his employer and said, "Oh, he he called his office. He was a uh, delivery guy for a local buildings and spa and pool place. So, yeah. like sheds, uh storage sheds, uh jacuzzis pools of all sizes they they had them they would go deliver them whatever and he would always play pranks on his office well after hurricane brett he called the office and he was like yeah you know my uh my jacuzzi over here that y'all delivered it's up in the tree can y'all come get this down and the lady (laughs) the front desk lady was like um I'm going to have to check with my guys and I'm going to have to get back to, I don't know if we can. T- <laughs> oh, my dad was a dick. <laughs> yeah. And that's what he's doing to his employers. That's what he did to his employers. Yes. But for me, I mean, we never evacuated because I come from this, this lucky family where my stepmom is a nurse. And my dad is in radio. Well, if you work for a hospital, you can't evacuate, especially if you're a nurse. It's all, you know, when they issue those evacuation notices, hospital employees are on everybody report to duty. It's all hands on deck. It's all hands on deck. You may not be on shift, but everybody has, they, they actually. Everybody's on call. They're on call. They're not, they're not even on call. They're on site. Ooh. They made it. Yeah. They actually say we're opening up. The lower levels, the basement floors, which is kind of bad when you consider it's a possible flood danger, but we're going to open up the basement floors and we're going to have everybody housed down there. All the staff and their families are going to be secured in these lower floors Yeah. for you know safety and then you know staff and whatnot so that you are here, your families are with you, protected, we are you know bunkered down, we have supplies. But you're not out there trapped in your homes when there are, you know, medical emergencies and we need people here. We need you to be here. Yeah. And so my stepmom and my brothers actually went and they went with uh, her to the hospital. And she wasn't even working at the time. At the time, she was like off that at the time, that storm that I can remember. But my dad being in radio, broadcasters aren't allowed to evacuate. You have an obligation yeah. as a member of the media to remain present because somebody has to be broadcasting to keep people informed and up to date on the conditions of the storm. Well, it's like I said, the news station back home 
uh, they ran they were live hours. stream yeah. on Facebook 24 hours all weekend. Yeah. All weekend. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and most of Monday, they have been live. Yeah. And it's been the same three news anchors that everybody yeah. knows and everybody yeah. grew up watching. The lead three anchors on that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I have a friend who is a director at one or two of the other stations there. And he's been nonstop yeah. all weekend, too. He's just completely exhausted. Yeah. And it's just they they are amazing yeah. amazing and these people. aren't like those people on the weather channel that you only see them when there's a storm You're like let's yeah. let's cut to dave dave it's been about nine months since we've seen you last how are you doing <laughs> well you know, right this- now bob i'm in this yeah it's water just- <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, no these, these are, are the, the people these are that the you everyday see every single anchors. day yeah these are the people that are already waking up at, at two in the morning because they go on air at five and they're on there from like five to ten mm-hmm. and then you see them at like every public event and everything, and like, and you know, they're you, local know celebrities. Yeah, they're local celebrities, and they were just there. God, they looked so dog tired Friday night yeah. because, as far as when I started watching, I started watching at eight o'clock as soon as I got to work. Yeah, I turned my phone on my, you know, on my desk had it on the facebook live put my headphones in so i could at least hear what they were saying even if i wasn't looking at my phone yeah um and from eight o'clock to when i went to bed after midnight it was them yeah all day like yes the live feed cut in and out at at certain points but within five or ten minutes they were back up and live again yeah so no they they didn't get a break i think maybe at one point there was a couple of hours where they let two of them go to take so a nap. We're going to rotate you guys around so you guys can go take a nap. Maybe get something to, <laughs> get something to eat and go take a nap. Yeah. And then they were back. And I mean, it wasn't, I don't even think it was two hours. I think it was maybe an hour. I think they went to eat. Yeah. But I mean, just their, their coverage was insane. It was just insane. Yeah. They were lucky. You know, again, Corpus was really lucky that they didn't get anywhere near what Houston is facing right now. Yeah. But I would like, if I may. <laughs> really? <laughs> I'll just let that go. <laughs> to make a request of all of our listeners and to make a challenge to all of our listeners. I told you earlier that my granny passed away and we are making plans to eventually get out there for all of her services right now we are looking at that being sometime in november hopefully yeah maybe later we don't know but hopefully in november my challenge is we are going to start a donation collection for a monetary donation collection um for victims of hurricane harvey and trust me even through the end of this year all of next year and probably for a few years they will need disaster relief in so many ways i mean 50 texas counties were hit by hurricane harvey not all 50 were leveled but 50 different counties some kind of damage need need assistance in some yeah. way 
So here's my challenge. We are going to start a donation collection. And whatever is collected, we will match up to $100. And when we go down to Texas later this year, we're taking that with us. And we are putting that towards disaster relief efforts. In whatever way we can. I'd really like to give back to local businesses. And help them in any way they need with that donation. Um, So anything you can give would be amazing. We'll get the links posted in the show notes. We'll put everything out on our Facebook pages and Twitter. um, So you'll be able to find everything for it there. I don't know what platform we're going to use just yet. I kind of need to investigate exactly what's going to be the best thing to do. Yeah, we'll do some investigating. But we will match up to $100 of whatever donations we get. Yeah. So and if we are able to get more than that, even better. That would be amazing. Unfortunately, just we ourselves can only <laughs> we do so much. We are a family of six and there's only so much we can do. Unless we get some corporate backing here. And I, I think at this point there's enough corporate backers that are going to other places. Yes. Uh, we don't need them supporting us when they're already giving. So No, but I, I know that we have a little bit of reach with our listeners. So if this particular episode has moved you in any sort of way, then please, please, please consider donating. This was my home. This is like all I've ever, all I've ever known was it's gone now. You know, it, even if it's not leveled like Port A or Rockport, it's changed. Something. It's, it's it, something never going to be the same. It's never going to be the same. And that's home, you know? Um, every t- we always say is we go back every summer. And every time we go back, we're amazed at how things have changed. But it's always been like things are growing and wow, look at that new thing. And we're going to go back. I know next summer we're going to go back and see things gone that have always been there. See, I mean, that's. Yeah, you're right. The things that have just. We haven't in our entire lives. They said that there's landmarks that are just completely wiped out. Yeah. We were mentioning the pier in, in Port Aransas and things like that. They were like the oldest were, local pier. It, it's it's gone. Yeah. It's just gone. Yeah, things that are like major local landmarks that you know people that grew up there. Like I mean, like you that your entire life, these things have always existed. Yeah, and to see pictures of them gone, and you know to go back. Knowing we're going to have to go back next year. Later this year. And later this year. And they won't be there anymore. It's going to be so different. Yeah. So that's. It's hard. Yeah. (laughs) It's. It's scary. And. I know for you, it's a lot harder because that is your whole life. That's that's where you were born. That's where you grew up. That was your whole life until we moved out here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I spent probably half of my life there. I lived there for about 15 years. Yeah. And so for me, it is a major part of, you know, 
I, I was in elementary school and I graduated from high school there. We met there. We got married. You met your wife there. We, we, got, <laughs> we met. We got married. Charlie was born Had there. Had our first kid there. You know, and, you know, many, many early parts of our lives were there. And it's, you know, as much as I say, I'm for me, Phoenix is home, but that's still a part of my life that was a major part of my life that yeah. is now very different than it was two months ago when we were there. And that, you know, in the course of a week. Not even course of a couple know, days. It's all it took. You know, and it's not over yet. I mean, it's yeah. still... Everything that we knew up two months ago when we were there is completely different. Yeah. Yeah. So, if you can, help us out. Help, help Texas out. The communities have really come together and seeing the pictures of everybody just working together and supporting each other has just, you know... <laughs> People say that Texans have this ego, and yeah, we really do. Yeah. I, I, I know we do, but we also have a ton of pride yeah. in Texas and in our little towns. Yeah. You know, it, it... The whole of Texas is coming together to rebuild and this area. And they will. And they probably will... I mean, I've we've heard that the... The damage numbers and the overall cost of the storm damage right now is is beating out Katrina. Yeah. And like I said, it's not over. And Katrina was a couple of days of storms and just a lot of, you know, it, like I said, it was primarily the levee break that caused most mm-hmm. of the damage. Where in this case, Harvey is the storm is the damage. It's the rain. It's the wind. It's the, it's the direct flooding directly caused by the storm. It's not some, oops, something broke and we're fucked. It's right. this storm itself currently you know, pounding Houston of all places, a major city. You know, I, it's one of the biggest cities in the whole country is under 15 feet of water. Yeah. <coughs> it's, it's just amazing the amount of damage and well, it's not I mean, over but then you know, the, the I'm people not, coming together already to as, help this i'm not as shaken i am i'm very shaken by the damage as i am filled with joy and pride and a sense of texan <laughs> just seeing Everybody coming together and working so yeah. hard to recover, to help each other out, and to just be so selfless yeah. like that. The businesses just opening up just to, to hand out food and offer up beds. And I know there were a couple of Walmarts where they were like, we're not open for business, but if you pull up to the back gate, or like to the back door, we're handing out cases, cases of, of water, water. And ice. I've and seen ice some that were hand, water handing out bags and, of ice. And restaurants that were, hey pull up and we've got, you know, we can get you some food, mm-hmm. like first responders and like, we will feed you, you know, all yeah. you guys coming in here to help rebuild our community. We will feed you. And yeah, it's been incredible. Yeah. And I just, like I said, I wish I was there. 
I just, I want to help. I really do. I want to help so bad. Hmm. I I want to stop all the hurt and all the worry for my friends because it's scary. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm scared for them. But I'm here and I can't, so I'm doing what I can. <laughs> yeah. The, be- the best we can do is get you out there, listeners, to help to donate you know if not to you know through us you know find somebody find a resource like the if nothing else fema red cross yeah those are the two that are there right now yeah the salvation army salvation salvation army, army. i shy away from the red cross cuz they're they've got a lot of uh corporate yeah. corporate cutting into the money but Salvation Army, FEMA. FEMA, Goodwill. Goodwill does a lot of stuff for the for those things too. You yeah. don't hear about that, but they do a lot in those cases. Um, yeah. You know, find the local charities in those areas, the local places, because those are the ones that are, I mean, they're ground zero. Find those businesses that are helping, that are like, hey, like, you know, HEB giving all that money and all that stuff, you know, it's like, hey. They could use your support because I bet if you donated to them and said, hey, we're giving, you know, we're helping these people and say, hey, I you know, want to contribute to you helping the storm victims. That shit's going right to the victims. That's not going back into paying HEB's costs. They're going to put that. That's going to be more food trucks and more kitchens and more help for the people that need it. Yeah. So. You know, if not through us, give to whatever you, however you can to help everybody out there because they absolutely need it right now. Yeah. So all of those links will be in the show notes and on our social media. So please check it out. I'll try and get as many charities and whatnot put together. Okay. Yeah, we can get all that together. But... For now, listeners, I know this has been kind of a heavy show, so I think we'll we'll leave it at this, and everything will be okay. It will be. Yeah. It will take time, and it will take a lot of hard work, but it will be okay. Because if nothing else, Texans are just that stubborn. Yeah, I was going to (laughs) say. The Texans are too stubborn to let something like some schmuck storm named Harvey to to take them out. Yeah. So. Nope. It'll be okay. Yeah. Uh, I think we can probably. You want to close us out with all of our find us here and and yep. all that stuff. So for all of the links and whatnot that I'm gonna find and get posted up, but you can get all those links and we gotta find that guy fish in his house video. At momanddadcuss.blogspot.com. You know, if you have any questions about anything, you can find us on Facebook at momanddadcuss, or just email us momanddadcuss at gmail.com. And do you have any other final things to say, my dear? Um, sorry for our dog whining in the background. Well, yeah, there's that's that's Miami. Yeah. But until next time, goodbye, everybody. Good night.
Thank you.